Happy place, happy place, private parts. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Frankie Boo! Frankie, how you hey. doing, my big man? How you doing? I'm alright, mate. How you doing? Oh, you know, mate. I'm alright, actually. I'm alright, I'm alright, I'm alright. Things could be better, things could be worse. Yeah, what, 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 what could they be better? Oh, I could... Uh, this whole lockdown business could be a little bit better, if I'm honest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, what are you in enjoy strictly? <laughs> what? Is this is this when we're having conversation trying to be East End gangsters, all you keep going, yeah? Yeah. 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 yeah? yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> hey private partners, welcome back to a Friday episode. Hope you're all doing fantastically well. Do you think all the um, East End gangsters are really annoyed about having to uh, be locked down? Cuz they're like I'm a gangster. What? Like <laughs> I'm a gangster. I can't be locked down. I've got to be out on the street. Can't be locked down. Got to be out gangstering. <laughs> what do gangsters do every day? What do they do? Uh, organised crime. That's the. They organise crime. Everyone's no, disorganised. Organise <laughs> yourself. This crime is so <laughs> sloppy. Let's get some organisation. Yeah, organise yourselves, you fucking idiots. <laughs> no, they organise crime like. Um, like uh, they don't you know, organize crime. That's it's racketeering. Yes, yeah, they do. Racketeering. What's that? Racketeering is like um, is like going around telling people that there's some some someone's trying to maybe like you throw a, a Molotov cocktail at a restaurant, right? And then mm-hmm. you come over and you say, "Oh, look, sounds like someone's someone's we we we've heard on the street that someone's trying to destroy your business, but we can protect you." Throwing a Molotov cocktail into Mol- a yeah, and then you say, <laughs> "Look, but, but, but we can we can uh, we can protect you if you pay us this much per month. We will protect you." In fact, um, one mm-hmm. could argue that governments do it on occasion, but that's another. Oh, there he is! There that's he a, is! That's another. Uh, but 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 uh, yeah, that's the one. That's of the, another story for another that's time. That's a story for another day. <laughs> hey, Frankie, how's Texas? Texas is great. A bit cold today. I tell you what's tell you what's not hot, not cold, my, which is in fact my hot. chat in this episode. It is. We do have a spicy episode for you people right now because we have the lovely, the wonderful, the the nation's sweetheart, Jordan North, gets off to some spicy chat about uh, Bombay Bad Boy, uh, pot noodles, chicken uh, chow mein, chicken chow mein. We talk about pot noodles, but we have Jordan North on the podcast. Jordan is a wonderful guy. He was on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and he graced us with his presence. What a so he good was on. Dude, he was man. on. Uh, um, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Last November, right? Yeah, that's that's what I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I I was sad to miss it, you know. But uh, who was out? Who else was on? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Shane. <laughs> Shane who? Shane Warren. <laughs> Shane Warren was on Vernon. Who else? But there was Vernon. Vernon Hill. <laughs> Yeah, Vernon Hill was on it. Yeah, there was also um, other people that were on it. Like which were, ones? Uh, Giovanna. Giovanna Humperdinck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Mo. Uh, Mo Gilligan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on it. AJ. AJ. AJ Agazar. <laughs> Close. Yeah. Let's go for one more. See if you get this one right. Ten out. Got them all right so far. Russell. Russell Simpson. Yeah, and Victoria. Victoria Baker Harbour. 
<laughs> yeah, all of them were on it. <laughs> yeah, they all they were all on it. It was really oh, it good. Is. God, God, an all star cast. Yeah, yeah. Did you think Shane Warne was good on it? I thought he was great. How he really like uh, looked out for Jordan. You know, gave him good good pep talks and stuff. That's exactly it. That's okay. Hey, listen, no, we're only kidding. Uh, I'm a celebrity was great this year, and to all the people who were in, in it, were just honestly fantastic. It was so such a great series. We'd love to um, have you like on this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd love to have you on. Uh, so, like today's episode, uh, we have a great one for you, Jordan and I, and Francis talk about lots of different things, including pot noodles, as we said. So, get ready for this. Also, and if you would like north. to, and the north, if you would like to follow us on Instagram, private parts, private podcast, sorry. And also, if you'd like to email us with some stories or some comments, we're going to read them out on our Wednesday episodes, our bonus episodes, which are back to normal again. Um, contact at privatepartspodcast.com or DM us any stories. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the podcast. Podcast away. With who, buddy? Jordan North. The legend. The hero. Because we're in lockdown, right, Jordan, I've been experiencing different foods. And do you know one of the foods that I... Well, I haven't haven't, experienced different foods, but one of the foods that has come back into my real love... Go on. You're never going to guess it. Okay. Well, I know pro- what it is. Tr- <laughs> what is it, Francis? It's probably soy soy milk. <laughs> soy milk? Jordan, what do you think it is? Uh, I don't. I, mean, I was going to say a pot noodle, but I don't have you down as a pot noodle type of guy, Jordan. You know <laughs> Why wouldn't you have me down as a oh, pot noodle? I'd, I've got a very good friend who, who you remind me of, a very good friend of mine, and I don't think he's ever had a pot noodle. <laughs> The, the last time I had a pot noodle, this is no lie, was my first day at university. That's, a lot. That's over 10 years ago. Of course it was. Yeah, that was the last time I had a pot noodle. What, Which flavour did you have? I had a, the curry one, the orange one. Isn't that the curry one? Curry? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had that one. The one that I had was uh, what's it, the, the Bombay Bad Boy. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm a, I'm a bad beef boy. and tomato or chicken and mushroom, but I bet you've never had a pot... Chicken and mushroom's quite good. Though. Yeah, I bet you've never had a pot noodle butty as well, have you? No, what, what is talking a about? pot noodle butty? <laughs> so, <laughs> this is going to be great. We've only just started. A pot noodle butty is basically a pot noodle on a sandwich. Too, too, really? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. No, it, honestly, it's well good. So you just butter two thick slices of bread, proper mm. lashings of butter, and just, you make the pot noodle and put it on the bread. It, it's great. When I was younger, there were two lads who used to live across the road from me. We used to play football on back street. And uh, if their mum used to shout them in for the tea and, and, and give them a pot noodle at front door, and they used to have to bring the forks back. If they left the forks on the field, she used to go mad at them. <laughs> So wait, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So a pot noodle butty, you don't get that from a from like a kebab place, you make it yourself. Ah, <laughs> this is a butty, yeah, so you, yeah. <laughs> yeah so is it a butty or a batty? It's a butty, a butty, a sandwich, a pot noodle sandwich, but we say butty. Yeah, like a, like a chip uh, butty. butty. A chip, <laughs> chip butty. <laughs> God. So yeah, but we used to, there were two two brothers who used to live across the road from us who used to knock about with, mm. and sometimes if they wanted to play football or the mum was a bit hungover or couldn't be asked making a tea, they'd, she'd give them a pot noodle at the front door and they'd come they were there with the forks in the back pocket, 
And I remember once they lost the fork and we had to go back on field and look for it. He went, my mum's going to go mad at me. I keep losing a fork. Anyway, I digress. Sorry. <laughs> like it, we had to go back on the field and look for the fork. Did you find it? <laughs> yeah, because he was like, my mum's going mad. I keep losing forks. <laughs> what? Wait, hang on. I'm still... Also, I love the fact that I called it a, a batty. Rather yeah. than a butty. Is yeah. it a butty or a batty? I think it's a batty. No, no, no. It's, it's, trust me, it's butty. It's, it's definitely butty. Trust me. B- no, I think that's... B- I, think that's U- a, I think that's an accent thing. B- no, it's B-U-T-T-Y, butty. You can say sandwich. It is a, yeah. it is a butty, isn't it? Mm. it it's yeah. a butty. Yeah, that's the last time I had, a, I had a pot noodle. You don't have pot noodles on the regular, do you, John? Do you, you don't have them on the I'll regular. be honest. I've not had a pot noodle for a while, but I do still love a good, good bowl of super noodles. So super noodles, are. come on! There we go. Now we're talking some sense. Yeah, super yeah. noodles, yeah, hundred percent. Do like that's a, what's great. Do like a super. Wait, is that that's like a uh, the sort of uh, squ- square packet? Yeah. What is super noodles? <laughs> yeah. God, how upper class? Like, how, what are we sounding like right now that we don't know any of these things? That's going super- no, I know what pot noodle is. I don't know what super noodle is. Yeah, what? super noodles super- are like. Uh, how can I pronounce? Super noodles are in the packet, and then you just put them in. Yeah, a like bowl. ramen. You can cook them in the pan, or you can cook them in the microwave. Again, they you yeah, can yeah, have yeah, them yeah, on like, a book. yeah. We we we. we uh, I, actually, when I was out in um, uh, in Ghana, out in the bush, we you know we survived off these super noodles. I mean, the uh, ramen noodles <laughs> and tuna. <laughs> anyway, Jamie, what is this that you've not had in a while? I take it it's not super noodles or pot noodle. Yes, yeah, so, so what I haven't Peanuts, had in a while... tuna and, no, and ramen noodles. No, you guys are going to kick yourself. They call it so what Indomie. I Indomie. Uh, is this what you had in Ghana? No, the thing that I haven't had in a while, which, Jordan, you're going to love. You're going to like this. Go on. Bra- Branston pickle. Oh, Is that what you had? Yeah, that's what is I that reintroduced. Is that what you've been eating more of? Yeah, it is, it is delicious. Well, it's also it good is... for your uh, microbiome. Is it really? Is that yeah, what it's good for? because it's fermented, isn't it? Jordan, what is the one thing that you think that you could... At the moment, if honestly, if someone said to me, you're stuck in lockdown, you can have one thing. I, a Branston pickle, for me, I could just take that down every single night. That's what you would have. That, was, that would be your one item. Yeah, Jordan, what would you pick? That's so weird. I was having this exact conversation this morning. I just have... Honestly, I could live off bread and butter. Just proper <laughs> bread. Like, yeah, like, I could be a pauper. Good bread, like fresh I bread. I could be a pauper in the old days, you know, where they just had bread and butter and they came home to bread and butter. I'd, I would be happy with that. Just fresh bread, like proper lurpak butter and just lashings of it. I could just live off that. I have to stop myself. Yeah. Yeah. But I know See, lower pack butter, you're calling, you're calling me posh. Look at you, lower pack butter. Lurpak, lurpak. <laughs> well, you know, it, before that, it was no, before the castle, it was no pack from Aldi, but... Um, I've, I've, I was thinking it would be lovely to have like, you know, like French, like truffle French fries, yeah, with uh, with with creme fraiche and caviar all over them. Wow, <laughs> wow, okay, I'll be good. Yeah, can't say I've had truffle fries to be honest. But Jamie, what you're saying there is, I go through phases like that, so. I um in la- in last lockdown, first lockdown, mm. proper got into pick a lily. Yes. yes, and again, there we go. I was eating jars of piccalilli with pork pies for weeks, wondering why I was putting weight on. Then, um, what else did I get into Re- uh, recently as well? This is what I do. I go for phase like you. You've got to try it. God, I've changed. It's um, 
What is it? Passion fruit marmalade. Oh, yeah, look at you. Oh, that sounds delicious. Oh, my you're so posh. God, you're bit... so posh. You're trying to hide that you're so posh. Passion oh, fruit marmalade. It's not marmalade. I think it's passion fruit passion curd. Is... It's like lemon curd, but passion, passion fruit, fruit curd. curd. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's curd. It's not. And pick a lilies. Yeah. So I've I've changed. Yeah. I bet you've never had. Um, have you ever had Billy Bear meat? <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bear meat. Billy Bear meat. I say, what's Billy Bear meat? I've had that on your sandwiches. So at school, but I used to, I still get it now if I'm feeling a bit down. It's, it's like it's sliced meat, but it's in the shape of a bear, a bear's face. Oh no, I've never. Yeah. What is it actually shaped like that? It's like processed like that. <laughs> and it's the best. Again, I went through a phase. I went through a phase of having just Billy Bear meat sandwiches just because I was missing home. And I was like, I'm gonna make a Billy. My mum used to make. Yeah, it's like it's bear meat. So there's a bread shaped like a bear as well. Uh, no, 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 no. The bread's not just the actual meat that you put on. It's a slice shaped like a bear's face. Yeah, that Jordan. I think that's sweet. the sweetest thing anyone's ever said in the podcast. Is that when I feel a little bit down, <laughs> I, I go, go, go and make some Billy Bear meat. I do. I was missing home, and I was like, "This is what my mum used to make." Oh, I could go on forever. Have you ever had turkey yeah, dinosaurs? Turkey dinosaurs. Oh, come on. I've never even heard of these animal-shaped meat. Bernard Matthews. Oh, no, it was Iceland. Used to get turkey dinosaurs from... um, Mm. Is that sirens in background? Sorry if you can hear sirens. Don't worry, we don't mind. We like the atmosphere. Uh, Yeah, it's that that rough where I live. Mike Tyson's our Avon lady. It's... um, (laughs) It's pretty bad. Um, but yeah, turkey dinosaurs, they were also, you'd get them from Iceland as well. Also, this is a big throwback and everyone's going to go, ah, do you know what the best thing when we were younger were? This was the best thing in the entire world. Everyone loved them. Pogs. Oh, pogs were great. Loved a pog. <laughs> yeah, there's a good shout on pogs. Loved pogs. I used to go around stealing people's pogs. Yeah. Anyway, no. Yeah, I bet you I, did. No, mini chicken Kievs. Oh, Min- oh yeah, chicken Kievs. The little what balls. happened to Chicken Kiev? Yes. The mini ones. The mini ones. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to them in general, though? Because there was, I swear that we used to, you just don't see them no, anymore. I used to call them garlic balls. I remember when I at school they used to give us Chicken Kiev, but you just, you just never see no, it anymore. You don't. Do you know what you can't beat as well? A fish fin- a fish finger sandwich, fish finger body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I remember when I first went to uni, everyone were on over. Hey, and this is how wet behind ears I were. And I said to my housemates, I went, right, I'm going to make you something now. You've probably never heard of it. It's, it. My dad came up with it. Just stick with me. And I went, I'll make us a fish finger sandwich. It's the best thing for an hangover. And everyone were like, what? I thought my dad had made it up. So up until I was eight, I thought it was my, my dad's thing. I thought it was just him. So they were all like, what are you on about? I was like, no, no, no. Trust me, you've probably never had fish fingers on a sandwich, on a butty before. But it's so good. That's how- what else did your dad invent? <laughs> he, uh, he used to, um, he, if my mum were working, which weren't very often, uh, if my mum were working, he'd have to make tea and he just used to make us fry up for tea every every night. That's all. Oh, that's really? All that's quite cook. nice though. Yeah, so we just used to have a fry up for tea. Sausage, bacon, <laughs> eggs, beans for tea, for dinner. That's another thing. I don't want to get into the whole breakfast, dinner, tea thing, but about about two years ago, <laughs> I was back home and I said to yeah. my dad, I said, what are you and my mum doing tonight? He went, no. I went, oh, well, I'll take you out for dinner if you want. He went, oh, have you heard this? Posh boy will take us out for dinner. It's tea in this. He went, it's, he looked at me square in the eyes and he went, it's tea in this house. 
<laughs> Almost aggressive. Oh, it it's was. It's fucking tea. It's, it's fu- fucking tea. It's tea in this house. All right. I was like, sorry. Yeah, do you want to go out for tea? Do they worry that you, you, you're becoming uh, sort of uh, gentrified? No, oh, southerner. Yeah, They'll say you're coming a southerner. It's happening. I'll say breakfast and I'll say lunch now, purely because when I first moved down here and at work, I asked this girl if she wanted to like, come out for some dinner. For lunch, yeah, yeah, for lunch, and I think she thought I was asking her out. So on my like, on my like second day at work, I was like, "Do you want to come out and get? Do you want to come and get some dinner?" She's like, um, "When are you thinking?" I was like, <laughs> "I meant lunch." I was like, "Do you want to go out on, on your lunch break? Come and get a come and get a sandwich from Pret or something." But yeah, the, <laughs> so that was, I love it. I love it that you kept going with it. Yeah, yeah, where do you want to go? Oh, no, let's just kind of prep or something. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, what? This is going to be a real cheap date. I don't really like to get this. Wait, so they actually called dinner, called lunch dinner in, in uh, Oh, Burnley. my God. Yeah, up north. So this is how I had it. It was breakfast, dinner, tea. So your dinner's your lunch, and then your tea's your evening meal. Um, but yeah, yeah. But, but do you know what that's from? That That's because back in... Back in uh, Back in the old times, <laughs> back in the old days. Um, I think this was quite recently, Jamie. No, 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 no. This is where, but this is where it came from. Because if you were, if you were sort of, if you were wealthy, you could have three meals a day, and if you were poor, you could only afford two meals a day. So, so you would, so if you, you would have, um, you would break your fast. If you were wealthy, you would break your fast in the morning. Oh. Then you would have luncheon, and then you would have dinner, right? That's what you'd have. And if you were poor, you would only have breakfast and then you would have dinner. That's it. So you would skip out the luncheon because you couldn't afford it. And that's why it got swapped around. So you're, saying that, so you're saying that Jordan is poor, Jamie? That is... It's still... That's, it's, wrong. that's really interesting. Have you met my friend, William Hansen? Do you know him? Who I do that I, rings a bell. That rings a so bell. So I do a podcast as well with William Hansen. Now William is, uh, he, he, he is the UK's leading etiquette expert. He's like he flies across the world teaching etiquette, all things protocol, oh. all things royal family. We've done a podcast together called Help Us Sex with My Boss. Get that in for about help, a, help us what. Help I Sexted My Boss is called. Where can we listen to that? Can uh, we can, listen to that on iTunes? Any, yeah, anyway, you can listen to it on all podcast places. And it's basically him and me giving advice to our listeners. They write letters in and the emails. So we act as uh, Agni Uncles. But he, you would like him very much. He's um, he's from, yeah, he's from a, a very... Well, yeah, I'm going to put, like, he's different. We're talk- we, he's we basically met. posh. That's he's he posh. Is. I'm trying to be nice. He's posh. He's from a wealthy background. He's uh, privately educated and we're best friends. So we became, really? yeah, we became friends. I was on work experience at a radio station that he was a guest on. Ah. Um, uh, and I was basically a tea boy and I made him a cup of tea. And we've been friends ever since. Um, and we're chalk and cheese. We come from two different backgrounds. But usually, uh, yeah, you get on with That's these. great. Because, you know, backgrounds, you know, upbringings definitely, you know, inspire or, like, make the way you are, right, in lots of different ways. Definitely. But I still, I still think in terms of the North has a very different way to life than the South. The North, we're talking about, France and I were talking about this other. In the North, everyone's a lot friendlier. Like, there's that typical thing where everyone says hello to each other down here. Well, they're more helpful as well. Yeah, mm, like that's why they've nicer. got all the call centres up there. Yeah, I, do you know what? <laughs> Is that why? Because they're friendlier and more helpful. <laughs> I, I think. Imagine I've, a call centre in like Surrey. 
how do you, how do you think that would go? Hello. Oh, fuck off. I can't be arsed today. Yeah. Piss off. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, they they are friendlier up north. That's that's true. But I th- I think it's a bit of a myth that because I've been down here nearly three years now, and where I live, I know pe- before all this, you know, I, I knew people in the local pub. We've got a little Indian restaurant across the road from me. I used to go in there every weekend. Everyone's nice and taxi drivers and stuff. So I think like central central London, like going into the tube, everyone's just whoosh, on it. I need to get to work. Mm. But yeah. around it, I think like I speak to cabbies and stuff. I remember when. I'd been here a year and I used to go to the curry house every Friday and I used to always have, always have a couple of pints because it's like got a bar, I used to always have a couple of pints before I got my tea. And I walked in one Friday, I went, Guinness is it? I nearly cried. He knew my drink. <laughs> <laughs> he went, Guinness? I went, yes, please. Yeah. I was like, it took, took a year and I was like, I'm getting, I felt like a proper local then. So I yeah. <laughs> you walk in, Guinness is it? Smells like home. <laughs> I was, I was a like, mum. They've just guessed my pint. Mum, it's me. They know what Jordan, I want. Jordan, it's like it's like you recreated some advert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then at the end, all they have to just say is Ah, Bisto. <laughs> ah, tastes like home. Tastes like home. <laughs> yeah. Guinness you, is it? Yeah, ah, Bisto. <laughs> you'd get on, see, you'd get on with William. And I think the reason why we get on is because I, uh, I grew up in, in the army, so I moved around all over. Mm. And all the officers' kids, we used to call them posh kids, they were all very well spoken. And they all went to boarding school and private school. And we used to like be fo- we used to live on these army camps across the UK, parts of Europe. And when they they come home back on the summer holidays, because they used to get longer summer holidays than us. I think it used to get ten weeks. So we used yeah. to kind of mix with them then. And they we'd be like we'd come home from school, they'd be playing rugby on the field. We'd be like piss off, we're playing football. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like mummy, mummy, the, the the kids are here and they want us to play football. So I think that's kind of why I yeah. Because uh, where yeah. it came from, but do you think, John? Because I, I I saw that that you did you you moved around was moving around a lot. Not to get too deep, was moving around a lot hard when you were younger. Do you think? Because because you you moved a lot, didn't you? Yeah, I've been to. I think we worked it out. I think I've been to eight nine schools. I think it was that I went to. Do you, um, so how do you fit in? How do you 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 make friends? And then you have to move again. The one thing is, uh, I got I got used to it. I mean, I, it didn't affect me as much when I was younger, but. When I moved to my last high school, I moved in year nine, so I would have been about 13, 14. I was like, right, I am done with this now. I don't want to do it. I don't want to move anymore. And I remember telling mum and dad that as well. But um, you move around with the same regiment. So if you move, I grew up with all the same people. My dad was in the Queen's Lancashire Regiment. So they mm. were So you move pretty much with the same people. You grew up with the same people because my cousin's... I grew up with them because their dad, my uncle, was in the army. So within six weeks, so you'd go from Northern Ireland to North Yorkshire, which is what happened to us. We lived in Catchett Garrison. And then you'd move, join school, and then within six weeks, your mates that you grew up with would be there. So you all kind of moved uh, together. Yeah, that's and quite then, nice. Yeah, and then that's it was... That's quite cool. That's quite good, actually. So you become kind of really diverse. And also, I suppose, I always say this, I went to boarding, sorry, I went to boarding school at the age of eight, right, Jordan? And I, and, and Francis, you were similar age when you went to boarding school. No, well, no, I mean, I went to actually, I actually don't want to brag, Jordan, but I actually went to 14 different schools in my, <laughs> in my life. Did you? Are you winding yeah. me up? No, 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 no. 
was your dad in the yeah. army as well or your mum or no 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 but i my my mum is american we kind of moved and my dad was working in in, in france so we kind of moved between france the uk and america but- but what's Fair. interesting about that, right, so so what I always take from it, so I was thrown into a boarding school, you're thrown into a dormitory with like 12 strangers at eight years old. The only way you survive is you have to communicate, right, and talk to these people and just get on with everyone. But same with you, John, is that moving around the place, you basically have to learn to survive because yeah. you just have to communicate with all these different people. So that's obviously where your communication skills... Become very adaptable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, do you know what? I've never thought about that. But yeah, I think because I've always, I'm like, I can talk for England. So yeah, because we did, we moved schools and you have to like fit in straight away. And also you're saying your best friend, Hanson, you know, he's, he's obviously very, it's, it's a testament to you being able to just make friends with anyone, right? You, yeah. You, you've, you've had to, <laughs> I, right? Well, I thought you were about to say it's a testament to you, John, for being friends with someone who is posh. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying, saying you, I'm saying you, 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 it's not like if, if you were, you know, all your life in one school in, in Burnley or, or, or yeah. you know, wherever, you, you may you may see someone like that as someone who's just, you know, you have nothing in common with, but you can find the common ground with, with anyone. Well, I like to think so. I, I, and it, it, getting a bit deep already, but the, the most form of snobbery I see is inverted snobbery. So it'll be someone from back yeah. home, they'll go, oh, don't bother with him, he's a right posh twat. And I'm like, oh, actually, he's mm. all right. Just because yeah. so no one's ever said to me, or I don't think they've said it to me face, maybe behind me back, oh, he's coming as mock him, don't bother with him. You can't even pronounce it. And William, like, so the first time I went to William's house, right, he he, he couldn't sleep for laughing. We were going to bed and I went and I stayed and his mum and dad were lovely and I was was like, wow, and we stayed in this beautiful house and I went, I went, William, you've left your cooker on and he just burst out laughing. And he went, went, darling, that's an arger. I was like, what's one of them? (laughs) And, and I, so I text him at two in the morning in the other room going, mate, I can't sleep. You're going to burn your house down. You've left the cooker on. And apparently, I didn't know this. Apparently, you keep Argus on 24 hours or something. Just to keep, yeah. Yeah, I didn't freaking know. If you kept your cooker on in my house, my dad would go mad. Do you think I'm made of money? Turn that bloody cooker off. Why don't you heat the front street? That's what my dad would have been like. So, we had, we had it is so decadent, really, when you think about it, just to leave an arger on burning oil all the time, 24 hours a day. All year round. All, all year, year round. Even in, in the, the summer, summer, in the heat of the summer. You've got I know. Arger on. But I said to him, I just I went, oh, you've left your cooker out. And he, he, he were on the floor laughing. I couldn't sleep. I thought else were going to burn down. We, we had, I, I have a really close friend of mine. <clears throat> we're at Leeds University. That's where I studied, and he, he was like a moron. Anyway, he was an idiot, always getting things wrong. Anyway, he left the house. He was the last one to leave, and we came back after the, sort of the, the Christmas, like to, like after the first holidays, Christmas holidays, whatever it is, coming back to university, and we came into the house, and the whole oven had been burnt. The whole thing had been just completely burnt and melted, all this kind of stuff. And I was just like, like what the what the hell do you mean? It's all been burnt, and he had left the oven on to be completely burnt. And so we're just like, what the hell? Like, how the hell can you do this? And he says, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't all this kind of... So obviously he burnt the whole thing. And there's been a smashed window and the place had been burgled as well. Oh, shit, sorry, guys. Hold on, I've got a thing. I'm going to do that one second. That your sorry, phone? Mate. That's the phone? That, surely he's got staff that gets that. Okay, just yeah. put the in the door. Thank you very much. In the door. 
So I was at an oil delivery for the Arga. <laughs> Do you know, it, you've just reminded me, actually. We in the, and I asked my mum about this because I didn't know um, a lot of army kids can go to boarding school and the army pay for most of it. Mm. And I remember my mum having the conversation with us and my brother saying to me, tell her you don't want to go to boarding school, you'll hate it, you'll hate it. So I could have gone to boarding school and stayed in the same one. But I think yeah, I'm not been... talking about boarding school. But wait, so what happened with my friend when his oven was burned, there was, we, the house also got burgled and the police came round and we were just talking about this whole thing and we got, we, the same the same time, we got the bill through for what the, the oven was and it was like three grand or something ridiculous. And so the police came round and my friend basically tried to persuade the police. He said, isn't it true that when people come and burgle houses, they turn the oven on as well and leave it on? <laughs> and then he said, try and cover it on the insurance. He tried to blame it on the burglars. Get burglance. away. <laughs> did, did you get yeah, a claim in? No, he didn't claim it. He tried to burn it. I tried to claim it on the burglars. Oh, but wow. I, I, but, but I also think, so, so you, you went to all these different schools and you kind of got, that's how you kind of communicated and stuff like that. You know, and also for you, did you did you always know that you wanted to go into entertainment and stuff like that? Did you always know that? Yeah, I mean, I I always wanted to, and it's like, but where I because we moved, uh, my dad's final posting was in Preston, so it's just around the corner from Burnley, mm. and um, we moved to Preston, and uh, I, I knew then like, I enjoyed doing. We did I did media studies at GCSE. And I knew that I wanted to to kind of work in that form of business, yeah. but ev- all my mates just um, got jobs as tr- like trades as an apprenticeship. Honestly, I know it sounds like something from Billy Elliot. That's it's either don't. <laughs> it, I know it's yeah. like I, I don't, don't want to go down yeah. to mine. And that, that's <laughs> not where it. It's like it's, I either don't pit or I had to join army. Uh, no, it were though. That's what I thought you had to do. You either join. Or, honestly, I know it's and this was only two thousand and six when I left school. But I thought yeah. you, would, you had to join army like my older brother did and my little brother did. Mm-hmm. Or you had to get a trade. And my dad used to always say, get a trade behind you, get a trade behind you. <laughs> so I worked for a bricklayer for 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 first six months after leaving did school. You? I hated it, hated it. Do your hands get freezing? Oh, they, get cha- they get chapped as well. I remember <laughs> I used to come home and my mum used to rub bloody hand cream in on my hands and my dad would be there shaking his head at me going, he's not bloody right, Tim, he's not bloody right. <laughs> It's such a contradiction oh, between, it, between, between, as in it's such a like a not a contradiction, so a juxtaposition between you know you're doing bricklaying, then you're coming home, and your mum's <laughs> rubbing moisturiser into your hands. <laughs> Honestly, and this is another thing. I used to, I am the worst northerner. I don't like spicy food. And I hate the cold. I used to wear a tights underneath my jeans. So God knows if I used to put in winter, I'd wear my tights, her tights underneath my jeans to keep me warm. <laughs> And but when you and I hated it. And another thing they never teach you, and I say it to any, is when you go on the to work for these builders is the the frigging stupid errands. So I used to get sent for tartan paint. You've heard them all before, haven't you? So no. Be, what, what do you mean tartan paint? Well, think about it. So he go go over to Mick, who's at other end at site, and go and ask him for two cans of tartan paint. Think about it. <laughs> so you'd be six, you'd be sixteen year old. going, Mick, have you got the tartan paint? He's got no. You need to go and ask for so that. You'd spend half your day doing. That. I did them all long stands. Can I have a long stand? They'd keep you there waiting. A long stand. Uh, oh, best one. Best one. I spent two days looking for a ladder for skirting boards. So <laughs> I, like, they never won. I was just like 16 year old and be like, have you got have you got the glass hammer? Paul said you had the glass hammer. And they like looked at me. They're all the I hated it. You get sent on what what oh what what other one? Oh I had to 
the once he was um, he was cutting some flags, uh, some pavements, and I had mm. to stand there with a bucket and collect all the sparks coming off it, thinking I was doing a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then at the end, he went. Where's all the sparks? The bucket rents it. I went, I don't know. He went, you're fucking useless. You are. You're the worst apprentice I've ever had. So, um... That's genius. Uh, yeah. That's genius. <laughs> so, Catching all the sparks. <laughs> oh, they were long. Uh, yeah. And then I remember my first... So then I went to college and then, um, basically I left the building trade and I went to college and my mum sent me to an open day at Preston College mm. and I was really, like, surly with the person there and stubborn. And she was like, oh, your highest GCSE was in media studies. I was like, yeah. Um, and I said, yeah, I quite like media study. Basically, I just wanted to go home and watch the OC and play Xbox. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I, do you remember the OC, how great it was? Loved it. Oh, my God. Still so the best she, series Oh, it's exists. still the best. So I just went that day to shut her up. And anyway, she said, there's a media course. It's already started. You'll be a couple of weeks behind. But why don't you go on Monday and have a look? So I went on the Monday and didn't look back. And yeah. Really? So, yeah. In this un in this college, they had a TV studio, right? So we used to make our own soaps and TV dramas. They yeah. had a radio studio. They had an editing suite, and I, wow. just, lo- I just loved it. And then one, we did a radio module uh, just before Christmas, and I was like, "This is what I want to do." And yeah, never looked back. And then a, the, it used to be hospital radio, but there was a community radio station in Preston. Yeah, Preston FM. So yeah, I did that, and I I had uh, like little part time jobs. I used to work as a pot washer, and in fact, even them <laughs> stupid errands. Them, I remember the chef went. The chef made me go in the back and look for some salmon legs in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Jordan, did you know you were being like teased, or were you just kind of just go with you like, oh? No, I didn't know. I'm I was, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. I didn't bloody know. So, yeah. Oh, it's just hey, listen, buddy, uh, Francis. We got to that moment in the podcast where we need to have the question of the week. Oh uh, yeah, sorry, I was just talking out a technical issue there. Uh, like, okay, like, so... you noticed I was pretty silent for that bit, but I was letting you guys, <laughs> I was letting you guys take it away. <laughs> um, okay, how many human-made objects are there? Floating around, orbiting, orbiting the Earth in space. Oh, oh! Did you, Jordan, did you just get your pen out for this? Did you actually just get your pen out? <laughs> I did, this is how <laughs> I have to, because otherwise I'm going. Are they cute? Like, I have to write stuff down. Otherwise, look, I, I've got I've got a proper notebook. I still write stuff down. I've got a little ra- Radio actually... One branded notebook. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So you go, but it's actually look. you know it's it's polite to take notes, you know. Yeah, I was a yeah, yeah. As as uh, as William Hansen would have told you. Yes, yes, many a times. Yeah. So how many what? This is why I've got to work. How many? How many man-made objects are floating around space? So I'm gonna go. So I think there's obviously a golf ball, isn't there? There's a flag. Does that? That's not floating. There, that's stuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for. I think there are four. I said objects okay. orbiting around Earth, so a flag on the moon counts, right? Okay, if, oh, satellite? Satellite, golf ball, flag, and that's it. And something else. Okay, you're going to go for what four. What are you going for, Jordan? I'm going to go yeah. for at least 30, 40, Just... maybe 100,000. Do you think of all the... Deb- are you talking Shut like the deb- the, all the debris from, from spaceships and stuff? 
Yeah. That's man. Debris. What like, debris is there? When spaceships go, I'm going to go for 60, I'm going to go for 100,000. You think of all... How are they going to count that? Debris from Would a spaceship? Be... That Would is technically all... a man-made object, I suppose. Because you think tiny little pieces. Because like, it's like off that film with Sandra Bullock. Bullock, not Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Sandra <laughs> lost, Bullock. Lost in space. <laughs> gravity. And there's a big storm of yeah, yeah, yeah. debris. And that was also, in Gravity, it was the worst one. Because did you go, if you had popcorn in that movie, you had to eat it so quietly because oh, it was dude, such a yeah. silent movie. <laughs> I'll, I'll, right, I'll go for 20,000. Okay, you gave it 20,000. I'm going to go for four. All right, John, we're going to find out in part two. You're going to stick around for part two? Yeah, I think I'll have to. Ah, bisto. Tastes like home. See you in part two. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 